three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. Welcome in. It is episode number 132 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. We have a very special guest we'll tell you about in a second. But before that, of course... The main event. Vent. 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 <laughs> yeah, AJ Francis, who uh, decided to so humbly grace uh, us with his presence uh, this me. week. After last week, he decided, nah, I got better things to do. How'd you feel? I bet you felt stupid when it ended up being the greatest show of all time last week, and you uh- just blew us off. I didn't. First of all, let's be honest. The greatest show we ever had was when Sky Hall told us he had well, to get his hair. That was a good one. I died and laid to the I side. I don't know. Rockstar spot grabbing the phone is yeah, kind was, of amazing. It was pretty great. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was jealous. Uh, Rockstar Spud is awesome. That whole interview was hilarious. How he was burying his wife was just oh my god. Classic. He was, was burying her. Killer. It was amazing. Killer. Uh, but she, you know, as you know, her name is Shoa. Uh, I was, her, I was one of her loudest fans at. Uh, at uh, the Mae Young Classic when they taped it, and I was pissed when she lost her first match. Uh, but I was super jealous that you guys got to talk about Yeah, her. yeah. She's going to be okay, by the way. She's going to be just fine. Her name is Michelle. Yeah. I ain't too worried about her. Also, we got to talk to her about her underwear. Um, like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a... It was that, a, that started to take a little bit nope, of a creepy turn nope, at one nope, point. Nope. Nope. I, I walked a fine line. I walked a I was, fine I was line. To I was listening to the whole conversation. I was like... I was like, Glenn has really pushed the envelope with this one. I was, yeah. I was just like, how do I do this without it getting too weird? I was like, I know. It's like, it's me, like, me and Sean were giving him some death glares hey, there. <laughs> right. hey, uh, do people ever ask you to buy your underwear? Yo, like, you know on. that's a thing. That's well, a thing yes. that exists. I know, so it, I know it's a thing because I've sold my underwear. Which, which is actually, I, it's so funny. If you've ever, I don't know hey, why, if you ever you, po- search AJ's name on Twitter, right? And then see the picture of him holding his underwear. <laughs> yep. it's, it's the creepiest thing in the world, yo. It's so creepy. Why did you ever do that? Uh, no, nah, this memorabilia company that I sell all my shit to, they, they said they, they wanted They everything. want underwear? Who's, who bought your underwear, bro? Uh, I don't know who's bought it yet, it's, but it's, uh, it's, it's not underwear. It's game-worn fucking oh, right. gear. Right, yeah. It's creepy as fuck is what it is. That's is what it? it is. It, dude, it it's is creepy it? as fuck. Glenn bought the underwear. Yeah, I <laughs> That is the voice of Kyrie the comedian who has joined us in studio this week. Uh, Kyrie, what's going on, brother? What's going on? How y'all, how y'all doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So <clears throat> this is a pay-per-view week as No Mercy is coming mm-hmm. up on Sunday night. And so Kyrie is going to be our guest picker. Then he's going to hang out. Kyrie, for people that don't know about you, um, give us a little bit of background. I mean, you're, I do, I'll give you this much. Your Twitter bio, Twitter bio is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you're the biggest star on the face of the planet just because of your Twitter bio. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. I wish everybody could just read that bio and think that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, right. essentially, I'm a stand-up comedian in Baltimore City. Uh, I'm still within my first year of comedy, so I'm a freshman. 
uh, or rookie, whichever one you prefer. Uh, my largest fan base is on Twitter. Uh, I want to say yesterday, the day before, I hit uh, fourteen thousand followers. No shit. Yeah, fourteen no thousand. That's the most I've ever had on any social media. Wow, dude. dude. That's that's cool, man. Yeah, that's so really cool. I hit fourteen thousand followers the other day. Uh, I've gone viral numerous. Aaron times. has about fourteen, by the way. Yeah, so it's really <laughs> I'm similar. almost there. I'm yeah, almost really there. Similar. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron's got about fourteen followers, most of which are actually Kevin Durant. I, I, <laughs> I have. I think a couple Kevin Durant's follow me as well. But uh, but no, what I was saying. <laughs> oh my God! I'm never gonna get sick of making Kevin Durant Twitter jokes. So I just want that it, to be known. It's the, the best bit ever. I want it to be known. I'm never gonna get sick. It's so good of making Kevin Durant Twitter jokes. I no, that that I whole situation is fucking hilarious. Why? Why would you give him the benefit of the doubt? You know no, he's I mean, petty. No, he's petty no. as fuck. No, I mean I I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, man, he probably because I know people that have people obviously that work do their social media accounts for them. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like. For example, I accidentally tweet from the job and out Twitter all the time. Right. You know, you know, because I'm and then I delete Just, the tweet. Which is really weird. And then all I of delete our, the tweet. All of our white listeners get very angry when they change. <laughs> <laughs> That's but a Negro up, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> but correct. But, <laughs> What ends up? So I end up deleting it real quick. So that's what I assume happened to Kevin Durant. Then he comes out and admits he just has a bunch. <laughs> Bro, I would have never admitted that. Like, right. I would have denied that for the longest. I don't like, think he gives a damn. He no, just doesn't that. care. I, I would have said I am a multi-million dollar basketball superstar. Yeah, you think I've got? I don't have the time <laughs> right. to have more than one Twitter account. And then uh, I would have tweeted that from all my accounts. Okay. I don't have the time. Has, has, all right. Uh, a show of hands and AJ show of voice. Uh, has anyone created either a fake Twitter or a fake email in order to handle some business? Yep. Fake email. Yep. Fake, so email. fake email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one. Yeah, you, Kyrie's the only one that didn't put his hand up in the air, by the That's way. Cool. I'm the only, I'm the only Including my buddy Kyle Andrews is in hanging out with his like, yo, bro, I've done the same thing. <laughs> like, yo, I'm telling you. I, I have, got an email. I got an email just for people to send spam to like when someone's like let me get your email and i or like well, that's uh, smart that's actually or, smart that is smart. yeah yeah or like you ask they ask you for an email for like the benefit for package at their store wherever you're buying it from like yeah i give them that email and i never see it <laughs> right. I, do that. I just give them my old hotmail is what i do that i don't check anymore i'm like yeah you can hit me up on hotmail and, like, and what looks do you get when you say you have a hotmail that, account that, i don't care i'm like yeah, yeah i use my hotmail so i had it for a long time i changed my email uh, for the longest, I had I think I had the most ghetto email in history. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I my don't email know. was literally, and until it came time to do college applications, my email was literally hitmeup.hood. <laughs> <laughs> it was hitmeup.hood. <laughs> at what? On the set at yahoo.com. You, you, okay. <laughs> you. When you created Hit Me Up Dot Hood on the set, on, on the, the set, set, what was your thought? Did you think like I just created the just dopest to, fucking email? I was listening to me. Wait, I why the like, dot? <laughs> 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 right. Did somebody already have Hit Me Up Hood on the set? <laughs> I don't, I'm not too sure, but I figured the dot would add some legitimacy to it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He H- said some legitimacy. <laughs> <laughs> You are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyrie, how can people follow you? Uh, OMG underscore is Kyrie for all social media. Uh, and spell Kyrie because it's not like Kyrie Irving. It's not like Kyrie Irving. It's actually K-H-A-I-R-Y. I'm on YouTube, Twitch, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 
Um, Christian Mingle. <laughs> Jade, <laughs> uh, Jade 8. Jade 8. Farmers, farmers only. Farmers only. Amish Anonymous. All that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley all Madison. That. All like, that. Bro, I'm not even you married. I got an that. Ashley Madison. All that. You say all that and you ain't even on black people meet you? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he doesn't want to meet a black person. I don't no, say that's, that's, that's hard. No, no, no. That's the, uh, the hit me up that hood. That's my black people meet. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So we're going to talk about some wrestling at some point. Like, I swear we're going to yeah, do Yeah, let's it. get into wrestling. Let's... So so here's the deal, Kyrie. You came in during a pay-per-view week. Um, we we make bets on pay-per-view weeks. As do me and the homies. That's, that's, all right. Good, 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 good. So I left. I trusted AJ Francis to come up with this week's bet, and I feel like I'm gonna. I'm gonna immediately regret this decision, as you normally do. Oh my god! When have I ever not regretted a decision I made on this show? Now that I think about it, pretty much. AJ, uh, do you have a bet in mind for this week? And no mercy. Uh, yes, I actually do. Uh, first things first, before we get to that, Aaron, I want to know, where's the pizza bath? The pizza, I was going, I, I had this whole bit planned out where I was going to do it this week and, uh, you know, like put it up during the show. And it's football season. That's just clear. So it, it will be done before the end of the month. We all, I will we, promise We that. do need to. End of the month? Yeah. All right. Oh, hold on. Well, you and, still, and you still owe us a song from yeah, even yeah. farther back. Yeah. So. All right. So we're at the end of this week's show, we're going to take inventory on all of the bets, and we're going to get all everything lined up that we got to get everything paid off. But in the meantime, what's this week's bet? Uh, this week's bet, I would like to – have you guys ever seen – it's one of my favorite shows to watch on the late night when maybe I've indulged. Uh, it is called Impractical Jokers. I have seen yes. Impractical I've heard Jokers of it. a time or two. It is a hilariously fantastic show. It's a show about four friends mm-hmm. who take every opportunity to absolutely embarrass the other. Yes. I propose that the loser or losers of this week's picks has to do a video like an, like it ends up being like an edited video. You can edit it yourself what on iMovie, <laughs> where you where where the winners get to tell you what you have to do in public to someone, and you have to do it. Okay, this is awfully broad. Like, no, nah, this 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 sounds like it. like somebody about to catch a charge. Like I mean, somebody, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, I, I don't I don't no. trust you. That's the thing. The impractical <laughs> jokers they trust each other not well, to go too far. I, I don't trust you, AJ. Plain and simple. Hmm. That's I think, interesting. I think their shit is also scripted for the record. Well, that too. <laughs> a lot of yo, a lot of that like like stuff you see on Instagram, them little skits, a lot of that stuff scripted. Yeah, I think that shit might be scripted. Uh I you, think you guys are pussies is what I think. Yo, I'll oh, do that's, it. That's 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 a real I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I'll do it. I'll, you know what? Fuck yeah. you. Do you have any gone out and sang our truth I know, in public? I gotta work yet. on that. <laughs> it's on the list. We're gonna get to the list. We're gonna handle all of these things. I meant to do it in Orlando. I got too Something. Uh, <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything, yes. All of the above. Yes. I checked all the boxes during that trip. I was drunk. I was Great high. Trip. I was dehydrated. <laughs> I was all of the above. It was just a little bit too much for me. I mean, I'm down. I just feel like we could tighten this up somehow. I feel like we could tighten it up in a way that would work a little bit better. Like That's fine. You guys got all the fucking problems, no solutions. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like this is how WWE creative meetings go? This is oh. not. It's yeah. Like, well, we exactly we, how we need a Vince right now. Just put his hand down and say, no, nah, we're not doing any of this. We're doing a song. I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with you guys putting restrictions or rules or whatever you want on the thing. Okay, the problem is, nope. like, you bro, don't live here. That is right, part look. of the problem is trying to do this. You know what I mean? Why like, is, Bro, why, does it, why is that a problem? Look, look. 
as long as Roman wins, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever ideas you guys got, as long as it ends with Roman winning, we're good. All right. All right. I've got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tighten this up. Okay. I'm gonna tighten this up. Okay. We lost a legend this week, right? We did. We did. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Okay. We did. Rest in peace. I say what we do is the loser has, oh, to, I, has I have to, an idea. Okay. Oh, you give me your idea, and then I'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, in honor of, because I already own one, in honor, and they're easy to find because they're at Walmart, uh, the the loser has to do a like run around in a onesie a la the weasel. Uh, in public, because I already have a Chewbacca onesie. Oh, you're you can a... get one, and oh, you get any one sort of onesie, not like uh, okay, any any sort of onesie. See, you know what? All right, cool. That that sounds all right. All right, good. All right, done. We're done. all on all on board. All on board. Loser has to be the weasel. Very good. Yes. Very good. I love it. All right, let's get into it. No mercy. Sunday night. Uh, I'm assuming there's something that starts on the pre-show. It's from Los Angeles. It's live on the WWE Network, which is available uh... for. However much it's available for four thousand yen. Four thousand yen. Go pick it up right now. <laughs> four thousand yen. Aaron, well, what's first? Oh, uh, Kyrie. So you know, you, you make go first. You make the first pick for I every match. I make the first pick. Every match, you make the first pick. All right, that's cool. That's All right. cool. That's cool. All right, very good. Um, I have no idea if there's a pre-show. There's nothing listed right now. You so there's seven matches. Would you would like to think that. I but would assume it's going to be yeah, Gallows right. and Anderson versus the Hardys. That would make a lot of sense. Oh, is that not announced? Oh, wait. That If that makes sense, then that, they're not going to do it. <laughs> you know what? You're probably going to get like a six-man cruiserweight You'll, you'll, you'll like, get Hardy. <laughs> you're not going to get anything that makes sense from right, him. Right. He's so right. Damn, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I, I wasn't sure what his uh, knowledge was going to be, but no, just like this. No, he knows way he's, more. He's, no, he's way right on top more. of it. No uh, Intercontinental title match as uh, Jason Jordan earned the number one contendership this past mm-hmm. week against The Miz. Uh, that's, uh, that's you first, sir. All right, cool. I would, if they're smart, I would have the Miz retain. Um, Jason Jordan isn't ready for the Intercontinental Championship. Jason Jordan's character, his entrance, his attire, and his finisher are all too bland and generic for him to carry the Intercontinental Championship at this point. I think you just hate black people. What? (laughs) No, no, listen to this. You have to understand. The Intercontinental Championship is one of my favorite championships in wrestling. The white strap design, the black belt design, I've loved it since I was a kid. And being Intercontinental, like all of, just about all of my favorite superstars have been Intercontinental Champion, with the exception of Ezekiel Jackson. So I was just about to say no. Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I know. See what he's doing here? Now he's trying to say he likes a black guy. That's what he's trying to say. This is. <laughs> the thing about the Intercontinental Championship, except for that weird period where everyone could get it, the Intercontinental Championship means a lot. And I feel like the Miz himself, the Miz, Dolph Ziggler, and I have, the Miz, Dolph Ziggler, and especially Cody Rhodes, help bring back legitimacy to that championship by giving by taking that championship away from Miz at this point to give it to Jason Jordan, someone who has a generic interest song, right. someone who's still wearing the singlets. They from were, American yeah. Alpha. Right. Someone who finisher looks like a signature at best. <laughs> and his only lifeline on Raw right now is that he's Kurt Angle's illegitimate child. Right. It would ruin well, the championship well, and the that, character. Well, well the, the lifeline is that he's Kurt Angle's illegitimate child and also been putting on incredible matches for the past month and a half. I'm race. sorry. Did you say month and a half or was it two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain that was oh, two dang. weeks. No, oh, man. oh, oh you, that's true. I guess, and he also never put did those kind of matches with American Alpha either. So, ah, uh, nope. So you're wrong again. What you're not gonna do 
is make it seem like American Alpha wasn't one of the best tag teams in WWE. No, 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 no. He was I, being, I was being, he was, sarcastic. He was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Oh, that was my fault. <laughs> AJ. Yeah. You gotta you. make a pick. Uh well I'm I mean, I'm still picking the Miz. Uh, I think that this has more juice. I think that the best way to do all the things that Kyrie outlined that Jason Jordan needs is to continue feuds with guys like The Miz. Um, I think that that what's going to end up happening is obviously uh, the Mister Rogers is going to get involved, and they're going to, and that's how they're going to extend the feud out a little longer. Right. Uh, but I'm picking the Miz. All right, Aaron, make your pick because uh, Aaron's got to run down and pick up our food because that's. Oh yeah, they brought here. me yeah, food. Right. These guys are awesome. Yeah. They've earned their way into my heart. <laughs> I'm I'm torn on this one because I I don't think it's good to put the belt on Jason Jordan right now. At the same time, what are you doing with Jason Jordan if you're just going to have him lose again here? I, I don't know why you're exactly putting him in the match if he's it's not going chase. to win. It. He's been chasing for two months and no, losing no, already. No, he hasn't. He's, you have to understand. His, his second week on Raw was the thing with Miz. They, it's, they, what they're doing with them is like a slow build to their actual feud. They're now they're in the actual feud. If you notice, it was all coincidence that Jason Jordan happened to be in number one contender matches. Jason Jordan happened to be in. You know what I mean? Like he had to be. But, but he had by few, He went. He went right on Miz on his, his second week. It was on his appearance was on Miz TV, well, and they, they had. But that was because then they backed out. But they still put him in the peripheral here. Then now they're putting him back in because it's, they realized it was too soon. I I agree with you, but if it's too soon, then why exactly? Are you? And I guess build up a new star. Miz is a protected. Oh, say I, what you want about Miz, but Miz himself, I, he can lose today and I, tomorrow for a month and a half yeah. and be good. I mean, what what I think is going to end up happening here is he's probably going to end up winning it at TLC after the Miztourage uh, caused them here. I just could see a very logical situation where they decide, uh, you know, nothing else they do makes sense with Jason Jordan, anyways. So they just put the title on him now. But I'm going with Miz. So you guys, did you just like hang out in Charlottesville and hate black people? Like, what's, what's, what is your guys deal, oh man? Like, what God. is your deal? Not at all. Not at all. The Miz is winning, by the way. The yeah. Miz is definitely going to win this match. I'm the Miz. Kyle, can you close that door? Because for some reason, Aaron doesn't think he needs to close the door to the studio. Cool, cool. Um, also, uh, you also got to realize that I actually did at one point hate a lot of black people in Charlottesville, but they were all playing well, for Oh, yeah, UVA. for Virginia. That's a good point. That is a good they point. Were, they were all playing for UVA, though, yeah, so that's why I like yeah, it. Yeah, different, different story. All right, so, yeah, very good. We're all on the Miz for that one. Uh, next match as we continue along making our picks. This is weird for me because normally this is Aaron oh, doing this. What's that? Oh, no, I was looking at my uh, – I'm doing a live stream, and I was looking at the, the people popping oh, up. Oh, yeah? Tell them the I stream. said hello. Tell them I said what's Glenn up. says hello. What's up? What's Shout up? out to the same credit corp, Jay, Darius. Oh, yeah. Everybody else, CJ, what's happening? What's up, CJ? Let me get a year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> you can't uh, do the year. <laughs> no, I'm not good at that. All right, next up, uh, because this is always what they do, they decided, oh, we've, we, we, don't, we can't come up with two storylines for our female performers, so we'll just throw them all in one match. Five-way match for the championship. Alexa Bliss defends against Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, Emma, and Bailey, who apparently isn't dead, uh, and showed back up this that week in hilarious. San Jose. You, sir, Kyrie, you're up first. Cool. It, is it me, or did it look like, like Bailey had butt implants? <laughs> when she came back, no, bro, no, that's no, what's that's some, yo. Is it me? Am I tripping, or was that ass sitting I, up perfectly? Like, I mean, yo, y'all is tripping. You're tripping, bro. I seen her in public. She got ass, bro. Bro, <laughs> yes. L- listen I, to me. She I had ass, how, 
But I don't know how she hit it so well for so long, but she yeah. didn't. Like I saw it. I don't know about you. But when I, she came back, I that res- ass was I, on ten. I like, respect women. I don't look at their. I don't look at their. That's asses. cool. That's cool. You know, we respect the women around here. Twenty seventeen. We also respect them cheeks because goddamn Bailey. <laughs> Dead ass, because Bailey came back. Them cheeks was on a ten, shorty. Yeah, yeah you right, you right, you right. So, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, fatal five way match. I'm going to. Oh, this is gonna be the hardest one, but yeah, it is. It is, and, and uh, let me explain to you why it's hard. One, you have Nia Jax, who should have been women's champion. Well, oh, for fuck's sake. Right. <laughs> Nia Jax should have been women's champion. Don't get champion. me started. Don't get you me started. You have Bliss, who just won the championship back from Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, we're going to eliminate her. There's no way she's winning here tonight. All right. You have the returning Bailey, and then you have the dark horse Emma, who... They keep insisting on trying to make a thing. What, and you know what bothers me about her her uh, her actual gimmick now? Yeah. Is that they're making it seem like she's lying about starting the women's revolution. Oh, but you think she actually did start the women's revolution. I'm sorry. Did you not see the first NXT takeover? That was the first she time. Was dope. You're right. That You're was right. the first time, honestly, in... I want to say since Trish and Lita, where I heard a This Is Awesome chant for the women. Paige you. versus Emma for the NXT Championship. I, dude, I hear you. And I hear that, you. And that, and I feel like that match itself helped kick off. It w- the women's revolution, and it bothers me when the Bella Twins take credit for it. Right. It was created in spite of them. In spite of the main roster women, it was just created in spite of them. So to me, Emma has, you know what I mean, some weight in when she says that, she helped create the women's revolution. I hear you. All but right. Who are you picking? You I still... don't know, man. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's five women. You got to pick one of them. Bro. All right, let's go with Bailey. All right, Bailey is the pick. Bailey is the pick. Uh, I'm up next. Um, you, like, there's this part of it that's like, how can you possibly not let Nia Jax win the title here? But, like, you know, how could you have not let her win the title for the last year? You know what I mean? Like, I, right. And, and would you really want to have her win it? This is, this is how you create a match for her to not win it is you have four other women in the match, and so they can neutralize Nia Jax. All that being said, if they don't have Nia Jax win the title, I might fucking riot. And if she's not the champion when Asuka shows up, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on in the world. So my pick is going to be Nia Jax. What I hate about that, though, just, just a little sprinkler uh, opinion, I hate that no one's talking about Asuka outside of her promos. She's she wouldn't. They should be fucking frightened. They should be terror. Like that should be a thing. The women should be terrified. I, I guess it depends when she's showing up. If she's not showing up till the end of November, I'm okay with them kind of slow playing a little bit, having Oscar you know be a reminder, and then when she's getting close, then they start focusing on her. Now if she's going to show up in three weeks. Then I don't yeah. care. I don't care when she's showing up. You should already fucking. It should be a nightmare for you that Oscar's about to show up on your show. You should be fucking losing your shit. That Oscar is about to be on your uh, show, and, and he's not lying. Like if I were in that division, and Oscar is coming off never been pinned, never been defeated, she's undefeated for two including years, including beating some of these girls already, including yes. some of them. Two, she she beat Nia Jax. Yes, correct. Two years, she has been undefeated. Yo, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be all right with that. You should be losing you, your shit. Honestly, and I feel like the show. general manager should have been pissed that they didn't get her. Though Natalia should have done a promo where she seemed relieved or something. Like, they should yeah, have acknowledged have been her. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously, Asuka was afraid of coming to SmackDown, something right. like that. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, Aaron, your pick. 
You know, the the Bailey wrinkle is kind of throwing me for a loop. Why are you putting Bailey into the? Why are you rushing her back just to throw her in this match? It's, because you it, don't have anything else for women to do other than put them in championship okay, matches. You, you didn't need to put her in the match. Nah, like, the, no one would have said a word if she all of a sudden shows up next week. And, right. oh, oh, now I'm fine. Right. It's weird to rush her back like this. Uh, unless you have something big planned for her. And they might. I don't know what that big thing would be because I don't think they're putting the title back on her. I, maybe someone, you know, Sasha turns on her or something maybe. like that. Yeah, right. But but you have the lack of faces right now, so that would be a... Well, and I don't know if Bailey's really a face with most crowds. Yeah. Um, I do and, think... And, well, that's the thing is Bailey. What? That's why her coming back then was important because she got the home... The San Jose, yeah. You... was... She was a absolute face in that right. building. Yeah, right. Yeah, no she's always been a face. Yeah, well, but know. except when she gets booed for you know for no reason no at all because people you know suck. we call it my uh, my homies and my uh, brother and them we call it a female John Cena. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we we said she was Cena combined with Daniel Bryan when she was coming up. And the problem is, it's been more. See, anyway, go ahead, yeah. make your pick. Um, you know, I, I think what everything you said about they should be heading towards Nia Oscar. My my one thing is that's a to me that's a WrestleMania match. So you can wait a little while. You can wait a little bit before putting the belt on Nia. I think Alexa somehow you know cheats her way out of it. Nia gets it December somewhere around they there. Keep it uh, uh, Alexa and Nia. They keep it to yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got Alexa here. All right. Um. See the thing is like <clears throat> I always think that they're in these big matches like this that they're going to use Nia like. Like establish Nia as the dominant force by having her beat, if not everybody, most of the people in the match, right? And then win the match, you know. But what ends up happening is either she beats everybody except one person, and that one person beats her, or all the people gang up to beat her first, right? So because of that, uh, I think that the only real answer is that Alexa retains. But I do think that the feud with her and Nia. Nia continues. Okay. All right. I mean, that's a very logical scenario. I'm just so sick and fucking tired of Nia not being the champion. That, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, she has to win at some point. My God, man. Come you, on. You would think that. I, I shouldn't say uh, you have right? to. Yeah, but you would think that. All right. Number, hey, oh, I also, by the way, Aaron, you're, you're mis- you're, you didn't even bring up a key point when you said why, you don't understand why they rushed uh, Bailey back to get in the match. It's to eat the pin for Alexa. Which is possible, but... It, I guess I, I was expecting if you're going to rush her back because Emma could eat the pin for Alexa. I guess it, it's not quite a big of a heel move if you want to say like that solidifies her as you know the heel she cheats Bailey out of it. Yes, but you know yeah. it's kind of hard to do a it's hard to do heel turns in multi person matches because they can always be looked at as you're just trying to win. You're just trying yeah, to win. Just trying yeah, to win. win. Exactly. Would it All be right. a heel turn if Alexa won? Well, it, you're saying that it's a heel move, though. If you're saying that yeah, to eat the pin, to, to do, right? Heels are supposed to do heel moves, right? And Alexa's heel, right? But I mean, I, I guess here's the question: Why couldn't she do it to Sasha? She very well could, but Sasha's hot right now. Bailey's coming back, not hot. She wasn't hot before. She was hot in San Jose. You know, uh, Emma has actually had a, a rise since she's been back, and Nia's hot. That's why Bailey eats the pin. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels weird to rush back Bailey to eat right, a pin. No, but like, I, but yeah, but no, I mean, it's it makes logical. It's, logical. it's logical. It just Emma, feels weird. Emma yeah. eats the pin. <laughs> you got all of y'all are thinking like y'all forgot she's in this match. Emma's definitely eating that pin. I mean, we were saying that two weeks ago that she's in the match to eat the pin. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's very possible. Uh, we got the the man versus man match building to this big feud blow off as a uh, Balor versus Wyatt. 
Uh, Kyrie. Uh, Finn Balor because, dear God. You know what? No. Bray Wyatt because I don't care. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, wow. like, and, and I'm going to explain to you why I don't care. Bray Wyatt does this thing, and if I'm lying, stop me. He comes off a feud. He cuts a promo. You're a liar. He, you lying, man? You're a liar. You need to see the light. I am a god. He stalks someone for two weeks, gets his ass whipped the third week, loses at the pay-per-view, goes to a new feud. That's his motive. That's his motive. Lather, now. rinse, repeat, right. Right. That's what he's done now. So I'm – and they everything they did with him in between him starting on SmackDown Live and then going all the way up until WrestleMania, they booked him perfectly. Him losing to Orton was like a, down, a major downside. So I don't care about his character. Two – yeah, what they're dumb. doing with Finn Balor and the demon. Oh, he's Damn. the demon. I hate hey, that, remember, too. Hey, remember, remember you said stop you if you were lying, Bray Wyatt? <laughs> Bray, Bray Wyatt is 21 and 17 on pay-per-views. Do not besmirch his name. Also, if you say he just did the little feud build up and then loses at the pay-per-view, that's what he did last month. This month he's going to win at the pay-per-view. But continue with whatever else you were saying. Bray Wyatt going to lose, first of all. <laughs> it's Bray Wyatt. Wait, 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 wait. What's your pick? No, nah, I, I ain't kidding. Now AJ opposing me, so now I'm going with Finn Balor. <laughs> so, first of all, Bray Wyatt is going to lose. Second of all, I hate the fact that they split Finn Balor and the Demon as two separate characters. See, <clears throat> they take uh, they take these guys from NXT and they apply the main roster right. bullshit yes, to them. Yes, correct. That's the way you it know works. what I'm saying? Yes. Well, they, they, they did that a bit in NXT, to be fair, the, the difference between no. the Demon. They did. They absolutely said... Had him Absolutely. be like they had him be like okay there's I'm a, going to put on the demon now that makes me bet basically they did make a difference between the no, demon and there's the man. a difference though Finn he was still Finn Balor that was the war paint that was to get into his opponent's head they never made him seem like yeah, he was, it was a different character yeah they so never I made it, it yeah, seem okay, like it, he was a completely different person on WWE if you watch Raw they make it seem like this guy's an entirely different person Finn his Balor name, the, his name is thanks. two people though. Like, that's the point of his whole character. Yeah, I know. Is that he's two people. I know. Yo, I hear you. Look, he made his pick. It's time. It's Aaron. You yeah. make your pick. Um, the, the, the weird thing about this is, again, just the way they built it, because they had the man versus man match, the Raw before SummerSlam. Wyatt yep. won it cleanly and decisively. So I don't know exactly why they're going back here. I think a, a loss, you know, now that they are saying, yeah, there is a difference between the, and making it crystal clear, there is a difference, that this huge divide. It would be weird if Balor lost, because then what does that say about Finn Balor, the man? Does it say that he's that much inferior to, right, I hear to Bray Wyatt? The day? So I'm going with Balor here, just because I think that a loss could actually be a little bit damaging if right. he loses it here. AJ? I'm going with Bray Wyatt, and the reason I'm picking Bray Wyatt is they've already established that the Demon is a step up. That's why he was the Demon when he won the Universal but, uh, title. I, I feel like this is that's a why big he, step down. That's, but they've already established he's a step up, so it doesn't matter. Like I, And I'm picking Bray Wyatt. Uh, I'm not going to be the guy that loses because I picked Bray Wyatt to win at a pay-per-view, so I'm going to pick Finn Balor. That's the way it's going to go. I'm not losing. I'm not going down like that. All right, next. Next, Cruiserweight title on the line, Neville Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore is god-awful. Oh, my God. We're going to do this? We're going to do this? This is what we're going to do? I hope Neville embarrasses him in that ring. Why do you think that that he's god-awful in the ring? First, breaking Enzo and Cass up was stupid. I, Cass uh, knows. Well, nobody's arguing with that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Cass knows four moves, right? Correct. Empire elbow, big boot. You good? 
Empire Elbow, Big Boot, Running Splash, Throw Enzo. That's his moveset, Correct. right? Enzo knows two moves, right? Three. One, talk. <laughs> <laughs> two, dance. get thrown by Cass. <laughs> and three, dance. You're right. Like, that's his moveset. So, I, I don't know. I feel like whether or not people want to admit it or not, the, the Cruiserweight Championship has been held by only top-tier athletes. And to have Enzo Amore win that championship, I think, will lower it more than it will help it. Okay. I, I think Enzo Amore is ultimately going to win the title, but I don't think it's going to be now. Well, it's AJ's turn. Oh, right. Yeah. No, damn it. Yeah. I, I don't think Enzo Amore is going to win the title, but I, uh, I think he's going to win the title, but I don't ultimately think it's going to be now. Uh, what I think is that uh, Enzo is going to go on this little stretch where he's proving himself as a performer with Neville until he finally beats Neville. Um, but I think that that starts with him losing to Neville this weekend. I mean, look, I'm... I, <laughs> I've said everything I'm going to say. I'm not picking him to win now. I think it's very clear they've decided they need him to be the focal point of the show, and they've gone all in on Enzo as they try to make... While Cedric Alexander Yo, is I'm, literally the best all-around person. Nobody's right? arguing about how great Cedric and Alexander he, is. And he sells no merch. Right. They needed somebody that people gave a shit about. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't give a shit about Cedric Alexander. They I should give a shit. I love Cedric yeah, Alexander. Right? I used to love going to damn Do Burns Arena in Baltimore and watch Cedric Alexander. I fucking love Rich Swan, by the yeah. way. I love some fucking mm. Zakira Tazawa. I'm in on it. Fun but, fact, I watch Rich Swan win his first championship in anything. That's cool. At the Dubrunch Arena. That's cool, man. That's real cool. Look, I I think it's very clear they need, but they this is no, this is not the time to do it. This is not the time to do it. You leave it on Neville and you continue to work this for a little while. Yeah, I, I think the question is how does this finish? Because just what they're doing with Enzo with the you know the cheating and the DQs. I like the slow burn heel turn though. It, and if that's where they're going, I'm wondering you know if it's a heel turn, then presumably he won't sell as much merch. So I don't exactly know what they're doing with Enzo right now. I could actually see this ending with uh, Enzo intentionally getting himself disqualified because quite frankly that's what it's seems like his character's doing right now. Right. Um, which would be really weird. But, uh, yeah, I got Neville winning it. Yeah, Neville's winning. All right, next one. Next one, we got uh, tag titles on the line. Uh, Ambrose, Rollins, Cesaro, Sheamus. Um, Kyrie. Oh, yeah, Kyrie, right, yeah. Sorry. I can always forget. Tag what? titles. Oh, the shield. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, the you know what? We can probably make it that quick. I, I'm in the same boat. Like, I, I actually love what Cesaro and Sheamus are doing right now. I love the bar. I'm all about the I'm all in. But I don't think that if you were going to give the shield the titles, why would you have him turn around and lose it again in a month? Like, what are you doing there? So, yeah, I'm no. I mean, the, the wild card here is just because I expect all four of these teams who have been around to be at TLC, all four of them. Okay, so, yeah. hypothetically, yeah, yeah. you could put the belts on anybody going into yeah, that. I hear you. Um, so, for uh, I'm, I'm going with the shield because I agree with you. I think that's better just to keep it going. But it, I think it's one of those things where it doesn't really matter who right, wins this right. because you're heading you, towards the four way anyways. The same. I got you. I got you. All right. AJ? Uh, yeah, Shield. Next yeah. question. All right. Next one. <laughs> All right. We got uh, John Cena versus Roman Reigns. And AJ, before we get to the match, Roman Reigns has something very negative to say about one of the greatest guests, greatest people of all time on this show, and Alex Riley. As president of the Roman Reigns he, fan he, club, he, he I want he, you to you defend do realize, that. He, you, you, do, you do realize you're a giant idiot, right? Can you understand English? He didn't say anything bad about Ke uh, really uh, Kevin, Kevin Riley. 
what he actually Kevin said, Kevin Kylie, <laughs> Kevin Kylie, Alex, Alex Riley. <laughs> what what he did, what he actually said, is that John Cena was so much of a dick that because Alex Riley looked like him, he got him out of WWE. Mm-hmm. Is that what he said, or did he say if he yes, just looked exactly. like him, it didn't matter what his talent level was? No, then they no, would just push no, him. That's no, that's not what he said at all. Actually, you can go back and read the transcript if you would like. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, he uh, it was something along the lines of you know you can't bury me, you can't bury me because I look like you. Well, he had said you know, that before, right? Yeah, yeah. He, right. he said, "I don't look like you. You he, can't bury me. I will be Alex Riley." Then he said, he, "It was, it was. Uh, I won't be the John, next John Cena if it was just about looking like the next John Cena. You know, look like Alex Riley. Something along those lines." Right. No, nope, that's not what happened, actually. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and pull it up, and I'm going to make you apologize to me on air. Also, by the way, you get a botch. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. In the meantime, somebody's got to pick this damn match. So Kyrie. I'm going to let Kyrie go. Oh, man, this is so hard. I want to say – Kyrie, stay right up on that microphone if you don't mind, please. I'm sorry. I know I we're, we're say, eating now uh, and being pigs. I honestly think it's not going to end clean. Um, this is a WrestleMania caliber match. There's no way this ends clean. And if it does, which I don't think it will. Roman Reigns. I think it's me. Oh, it is. The, yes. the the weird thing about this is that it doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't matter who wins, who loses, because of who's in, involved here. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, Aaron. But let me just cut you off real quick. Right. Roman's exact words okay. were, uh, "Let me play this. Let me play it back, and then I'll just say it as he says it." Mm. If, yeah, yeah, we'll hear it. We'll hear it. <laughs> yeah. If I did, I wouldn't have a career here. If you looked like John Cena. No, listen. You don't believe me? Ask Alex Riley. Yeah, what, what did he say before Therefore, if I did? If I look like John Cena. Right. Saying that if it was just about looking like no, John Cena. No, that's not what he's saying. You, he, don't you, just said, you just said, if I looked like John Cena, I wouldn't have a career here. Yes, because John Cena would get him out. That's what he's referring to. That is what he was referring to. And it does, it dumb, does touch on, remember idiot. there was the Cena-Riley. Well, there um, was, the, and that's the thing. And if you had said, it, but supposedly the Cena-Riley thing had nothing to do with him looking like Cena. It was him, Cena being weird and looking for performance-enhancing drugs and yeah. all that. And, you know, the various <laughs> girlfriend things. And I'm gonna, look, we're going yes. to allow Brian Power to decide what he wants to do with this. And yeah. you and we'll are go, wrong. We'll At no point that. did he say that, well, well whatever. Just, was, yes, yeah. Anyway, as I was saying that. This is one of those things where it doesn't really matter who loses because both of them very easily will just get put right back on the path. We've seen it with both of them before. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wonder if Cena is going to go away for a little bit, which makes me think Reigns is the logical winner here, and I'm going right. with Reigns. AJ? Um, I think that uh, it's, it's, it's tricky because I could easily see this being a longer burn of a feud. Yep. Uh, so, if that's the case, I would pick John Cena. But I also John Cena wasn't here on Monday. <laughs> I, so I heard a rumor about not, that. So he's probably not going to be here a lot of Mondays. Hmm. In which case, it's not going to be able. He's not going to be able to do the feud with Roman Reigns. Therefore, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns. Okay, I feel like there's a danger here. Is John Cena in the match? Because <laughs> y'all are forgetting one thing. Is John Cena in this match? 
what we think. We thought he'd show up on Monday as well, and he didn't, which, by the way, led to a great I'm, Reigns promo. I am leaning more. I think it's too obvious. I think it's too obvious to have Roman Reigns win here. So I'm going to take John Cena. And if I live, if I die on that hill, at least I died on the hill where I picked John Cena to win a match he was in, right? Like, I'll <laughs> yeah. Live, I'll live with dying on that hill. Um, I don't think this is the last time these two. There's no way this is a one-time only thing that happens at No Mercy. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, knowing that ultimately Roman Reigns has to win whatever the blow-off is, I feel like you can't have him win the first match. So John Cena is my answer. And finally, finally we get a uh, Brock Lesnar Braun Strowman. All right, for the Universal Title. Kyrie, Braun Strowman's been built up perfectly. I want to say Brock Lesnar is going to win. I honestly think he will. I'm going to go with Brown for the fuck of it. I mean, I, uh, it's AJ, right? AJ. All right. Um, I think that this is too good right now. And I think that because of that, this feud will extend to Survivor Series somehow. And I think at Survivor Series... Braun, or what's the pay-per-view before Survivor Series? TLC. It would have to be in a TLC match. I don't see them doing it. It doesn't have to be in a TLC match. You put the tag titles in the TLC match. Mm -hmm. True, but then you put in a ladder match. I mean, there's no way TLC is going to have a non-stipulation. Well, you could do a table. Hell in a Cell has a (laughs) non-stipulation. That's true. As of now, yeah. They're not all Hell in a Cell matches. Um... Or you, or you skip it and you go right to Survivor Series. We've seen Lesnar do that True. before. Right. True. Um, if that's yeah, you're right. That that would that would actually hold up. Um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Brock because I think that this has more juice to it. Look, I'm gonna agree with you, and it's tough because it absolutely should be Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman mm-hmm. should be the champion right now. But I'm gonna agree. I think they want to drag this on to get something bigger out of it. And so I'm going to say Brock Lesnar as well. Yeah, th- this is one where my head and my heart are completely torn. By the way, this could be a disqualification. Right. This could be what fucks us. Like, Braun could win without getting the title. Mm-hmm. Because this could be the moment that you see Brock, like, look really vulnerable, truly afraid of Braun Strowman and gets disqualified. I'm a little bit worried about that. I'm a little bit worried right. that, that that's going to be the catch. I'm still going to go with Brock Lesnar. I mean, my my heart, and and if I'm booking it, if you're putting the title on Braun Strowman, I don't see a purpose in losing. Like that, that's the big thing for me, and and it's why I'm really hesitant on this. However, I I just think Vince wants to ride out this Brock Lesnar thing a little bit longer. Um, I think it's the wrong move. I I think that you've caught complete lightning in a bottle here with Braun Strowman, and you should just give him everything. Um, I don't think they're going to do like it. He was, like he, he was, but, but here's here's what here's why I think it. He stepped right over it. my pit bull reference, by the way. Stepped right uh, over it. Yeah. Uh, like I think that you're right, Aaron. But I think, like Glenn just pointed out, I think that they do this match now, and Brock wins. Then they do they find a way to do a rematch at Survivor Series, and then Brock gets his rematch. At Royal Rumble, and it might not even be just Brock in that match. It might be someone else in the match too, other people in the match too. But I think that's how they play it out, so that Brock is fresh and has a new opponent for WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I just think that if it's unless it's a DQ finish, like uh, Glenn said, I I don't want to see Braun eating a pin right now. 
I mean, I just I think that's stupid. I think it's yeah, stupid. But no I, at the same point, I just picked Brock Lesnar to win, so I'd be better. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, better. Just, it's funny to me because when this match was originally hinted at um, a year ago, when they were saying that they were building up Braun Strowman to face Brock Lesnar, um, when Wyatt when yeah. the Wyatt family eliminated. Mm-hmm. Everyone hated the idea of that match. It, he has had perfect booking for the past yeah, year. And it, it, it just Damn near perfect. Like, oh, you I, mean wrestling fans make stupid decisions based on no evidence other than their own stupid opinions? I'm sorry, because I damn sure didn't want to see Braun Strowman, who at the time barely Strowman had versus Taker moves. at Mania? I didn't <laughs> want to see that, nor did I want to see him face Brock Lesnar. But he's improved. They did the right thing. Took time, build him up, let him get a move set. And just look fucking awesome. Just right. look fucking amazing every week to the point where you're tuning in just to see what incredible thing Braun Strowman might do. He flipped That's- over an ambulance, AJ. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember that? A whole fucking ambulance. Yeah. You ever done that? Nope. You guys really are ignoring the fact that everyone bitched and complained that it wasn't Braun Strowman versus Undertaker at WrestleMania instead of Roman Reigns. No, no. no we're, we're talking about two, when when Cena went down for for Dallas. The rumor was they wanted to oh, put Strowman. Oh, you mean two years ago WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. I agree. That's why I didn't understand what was going no, on. No, no, no. We were talking about when you know, just talking about how we're shocked that he's come this far. Where you know we didn't want him in anything last year, right. and now, now we're won't. begging for him. Correct. Yeah. All right, there you go. Those are our picks for No Mercy on Sunday night. When we come back in, we'll go over what happened on SmackDown this week. Plus, we'll talk a little bit more about. Uh, the uh, life and the legacy of the great Bobby the Brain Heenan. Kyrie the Comedian's hanging out with us uh, here for this week. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. And he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson looks at the contrast in College Park as Maryland football coach DJ Durkin overhauls the Terps culture in his second season at the helm. Plus, Stan the Fan Charles makes suggestions on how to fix the Orioles pitching rotation for 2018. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at Press boxonline.com Back in here for segment number two it is jobbing out Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. Our special guest host this week is Kyrie the Comedian and of course the main event AJ Francis with us as well. Alright boys, let's talk a little about um, you know what, before we get into Smackdown Let's show some respect. Let's pay our respects. Uh, lost a legend this week. Lost one of the most brilliant performers and talents that the WWE has ever seen. The great Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, there's never like this is the thing about what we do in the show. There's no take to have. This just sucks. I mean, it just sucks to lose Bobby the Brain Heenan. And it sucks. I don't think everybody really knew how bad things had gotten for him in his final years of life. But like. Man, god damn, that dude was so funny and so great and just such a effing talent. And um, There was almost an awkward moment when they were talking about it on Monday night, right? Where they were talking about him and Gorilla Monsoon being at the broadcast table. And you just sort of wanted to shake your head like, now we have Michael fucking Cole. We have Cole and Corey Graves who might be yeah, become right? the closest like, thing we ever get to brain. But he won't be the brain because nobody yeah, will ever be the brain. But like, it's just almost like, God damn, man. Like, you don't even want to bring up the fact that like we've gone from that to this. Like, oh, it's just, 
It's it's not even remotely similar. Way to way to take a moment like someone's death to completely and absolutely shit on another. I know, people. I know, I feel bad, kind of about that. Jesus Christ! You say kind of, I kind of feel bad. About I don't really feel kinda, bad. Not all the way, not really, really. Yeah, a little I'll, bit. I'll tell the truth, right? Like Michael Cole has no business talking about dudes like that. Like you can't fucking come on, bro. Um, yeah, it just sucks, man. It just sucks. Anybody else wants to weigh in, weigh in, but it just sucks. There's a couple things I want to say. First, I just want to say. Um, that I truly believe that, you know, yes, I know he was a wrestler, but when we think of Bobby the Brain Heenan, yeah, we think of his non-wrestling correct. roles. He is the greatest and most important non-wrestling performer in the history of wrestling. I think you could possibly make a case for Vince, but Vince is just hard because of it's who he is as much as anything that makes him so important. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about Arguably, and in my opinion, the greatest manager of all time. A guy who, without him, you know, Hulkamania would have existed. It would not have lasted at at its peak as long as it – because he had Heenan as that constant foil for so long. I think that was very important for Hulkamania and very important for, like, every face on the WWE roster to have a foil in Heenan like that. I mean, dude turned Mr. Perfect face. That should have been impossible. But the crowd went batshit for him turning face because he was going against Heenan. So the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest manager of all time, if you want to say someone like Heyman, someone like Cornette, I won't really argue with you, but at at worst, he's top three. And then I think without a question of it, the greatest color guy in the history of the business. Right, he was unbelievable. And so when you combine those two things, when you consider he did it for multiple companies, I think he's the most important non-wrestler as far as his character. Again, I'm not going to say, you know, obviously you had guys who promoted things and stuff that were bigger. But as far as his character, the most important in the history of this business. And it really sucks. And, and my, it, it's a brief story. But, you know, you kind of talked about how, how bad it got for him. And, and I was able – I was in the same room as him uh, last year in Dallas at WrestleCon. And it was something where I, I really considered going up and getting a picture. But it just – it pained me to see him like that, just the, the withered shell of what he had been. It's- and it was something there. I, I thought about waiting in line. I thought about getting an autograph and a picture, but I just I didn't want to remember him like that yeah, because tough. that that wasn't Bobby the Brain Heenan, and it was just it was painful to see, and it's just a ridiculous bloat. And you know, I spent a good chunk of this week going back and watching the '92 Rumble, the '93 Rumble, where he introduces Lex Luger and verbally flates in the entire time, which is one of the great underrated segments in the history of WWF. Um, it, it just sucks. Uh, correct. Correct. AJ? Um, you know, what was funny to me is that I really didn't understand how big Bobby the Brain Heenan was until I got um, probably probably till I was in college. I started going back and like watching like old highlight tapes of wrestlers. And um, I remember just I would hear all the things that Bobby would say and I'd be like, damn, I wish he was still doing like I wish he was still doing the color on Raw every week. Like that would be crazy. Like he, like he, Bobby's one of the few guys that like I don't like. We saw a Jerry Lawler stick. It didn't last. You know what I'm saying? Like once in this new era where there's a lot less things that you can say on live television. Correct. Um, you know, uh, and I think Bobby, even though he came really before Jerry, like I think he would have been just as good now. As he was back then, and and that's a testament to his work being able to clearly shine through generations. Um, and, and I I liken it to like Biggie, 
Like, if you listen to any Biggie song, it doesn't sound like anything you'll hear in hip hop nowadays. Hmm. But it's still amazing. And it still can get played in a rotation with Future and with Kendrick and with Drake. You can still drop a Biggie song in there because that's how great it is. And that's how great Bobby Heenan was. Uh, I mean, I can't argue with any of that. I can't argue with any of it. Kyrie, you want to say anything about it? Or? Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, we can roll. It's all right. It's all right. Look, I mean, there's nothing else to be said about Bobby. I mean, just he was a great manager. Unbelievable. He's one of the best. <clears throat> no doubt. One of the great talents that uh, we've ever seen, and um, it just sucks. It just sucks. Uh, all right. From there, let's transition. Let's talk a little bit about SmackDown this week. And... Um, uh, obviously, just a promo that was well received from Jinder <laughs> Mahal. Everybody loved it, uh, and, I, and I love that they doubled down and got even worse. Right. I love it. I love it. WWE has not posted it in any form on their YouTube, on their Twitter. Well, they know. I mean, they know. Like they know. I mean, I, like. Well, I mean, Jinder doesn't strike me as the guy that's going out there and not saying his lines. Oh, no, no. They definitely told him to <laughs> right. do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they realized, oh, crap, we screwed up. <laughs> Look, man, I, this is a really weird thing because. Hey, he, uh, he, did, he, he got a Nakamura chant going. Right. To his like, credit. <laughs> like, he's, he's a heel, so, like. He's be, boring. He does. He's doing what gender, he's supposed to do. Gender is boring. That is his problem. He's boring. No. No, no, I no. will not stand for And this. yes, we will. No. Look, AJ, no. listen to me. No. You can no. go back on my Twitter. No. Nobody was more excited no. for Jinder Mahal to beat Randy Orton for the championship than me. Oh, no. I had faith in Jinder. Jinder has done two promos his no. entire title reign. Oh, no. no. he, he made fun of Nakamura two weeks. Other than that, he's cut the same promo his entire yeah. title reign. That, he's done a lot of two do finishes. Listen to me. He's done two finishes. He does the finish where, oh, Singh Brothers get involved. I'm going to take them out. And hit my, his finisher is completely underwhelming. So he hits this colossus, and he did the same finish that he did with Orton. Let me stop you right there, son. Uh, did you just call him son? I think he did. Yes, I did. Wow. That's just flat out disrespectful. <laughs> here's, the, here's the problem with your entire argument. Uh, it's based around the premise that things that, uh, like, for example, everything you said that The Miz, I mean, that Jinder Mahal does, The Miz has done multiple times. When is the last time, except for that one win over Jeff Hardy on a random Raw, when was the last time Miz did won a match that didn't involve The Miz Taraj or Maurice or Damian Sandow or Alex Riley getting involved in the match and that being the reason why he won? Or because... He happened to sneakily roll somebody up when they weren't looking. Or he happened to sneak back in in a multi-man match right at the end and win it. Or he rolls in in a battle royal because he was on the apron. I was outside on the ground so so long that everybody thought he was not in the match anymore. And he throws the guy over the top. That's Mrs. Whole M.O. Did you hear how many oars you said, though? With Jinder Mahal, there's only one. Either gender, either the Singh brothers get involved, superstar get distracted. Either the they're superstar the gets thing. distracted by that's the Singh the brothers thing. and he hits the underwhelming ass Coloss. Oh, or under, un- underwhelming. Oh, or, you mean like the skull. Oh, you mean like the skull crushing finale? Oh, uh, see, oh, the skull crushing finale is actually a good it's, finisher. No, a full, a full not. Nelson it's face really buster. Not. A full Nelson face busted. Come on, bro. It's You're not. comparing a Coloss, a move where the setup holds no weight into the actual finish. Him tucking the arm and pulling him up and all that. 
All he's doing is lifting him up and slamming him on the back. Miz is literally pushing your face into the mat. You can't compare finishers at all. And if I you want to compare, not. if that's the case, then if that's the case, then why isn't a Russian leg sweep a finisher since your back of your head's going into a mat? My gosh! <laughs> 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 like, you cannot same. compare, your, your whole, bro. It's, your whole bro, you cannot compare. You cannot compare a Russian leg then, sweep. Then, then you talk about then you talk about gender. Not being able to cut a promo. He's and, cut uh, the he same. Cuts, he's he literally only promo? cut two. He's cut the same promo, and during the whole Randy Orton feud, same promo. He's just learning to cut another promo with uh, Nakamura, and it's awful. They, it, well, it's pretty racist. I mean, like, awful, and it was awful. racist, Mister Miyagi. <laughs> it's, not, it's not awful. That's the thing is, it's not awful because what it's doing is making people boo him because he's a bad guy. They're and no booing one else him because that. he's let's, he's boring. Let's well hold on. Let's focus on That's that why, part hold there. On, hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. That's you know what else? You know who else had that was Elias Sampson. He people thought he was his gimmick was trash. Everything he was saying, they were saying drift away. They hated him in NXT, and now they love him on Raw, and he's doing the exact same thing. I'm sorry, they do what now? Because I've watched on Raw, and they don't love that man. Well, they do They do still boo him, but he's doing an amazing job. Like, he's killing it. But yeah, he's totally doing No, no, that's him. Right. He's doing it. What I'm saying, in the case of Jinder Mahal, he's shown no versatility since he's gotten the championship. If anything, he's become this stereotypical foreign character that only knows how to cut one promo and only has two match finishes. I, look, I, they, they have... i got to pull all this together somehow. Right. There's, I wanted to focus on the one part. Right. There's a racist problem right now because the the struggle with getting this was a str- there was a problem in that the only reason that Jinder Mahal was a heel was because WWE fans were racist. That's facts. No, I mean, we're being honest because yeah. Jinder Mahal had no reason to be a heel if you listen to his right. promos. I love my country. Right. That's nothing and wrong with he that. He literally says I am here for the people of India. Right. Ooh, like, right. yes. That, now, that, I will give that. Now they're trying to use racism to make him a heel. But racism was what made him. Like, it, See, I actually don't mind that because hippo- so you know, being a hypocrite is fine for a heel. Like that, yeah, it, but it's just. Well, I, I, just I just wonder is racism. It, I think we should just answer this question. Is racism an okay heel tactic? No. No. And let me explain to you why no. Says uh, who? Says Kyrie. <laughs> this is my personal opinion, right? You have someone, let's use an example where they use racism as a heel tactic. How about tri- Triple, uh, Triple H, H Booker, Booker T. T? Yep. Booker T didn't win that final match. So now you have, you know, people, kids watching it and, you know what I mean? Like, kids are impressionable. Um, but this is professional wrestling we're talking about. Yeah, though. but. Like, it, this is not supposed to be how you're. Re- I know that they played to a younger audience in recent years and. Mm-hmm. All that, like they went TVPG, but like you're not supposed to be using professional wrestling to tell your kids how to act. That's true, but then you also like when I was a kid, we were pretending to be those wrestlers. So I hear you. Triple H comes out and we do the suck it chant, right, right, we right. Spit the water in the air, but that's just good parenting. That's just all that. I is. mean, yeah. I'm saying that, but then you have like, and we used to cut promos like them, like yeah, cu- cutting like a them. cutting a promo telling a black man to smile and dance Yo, wouldn't imagine, go over too imagine well. Imagine like a kid, like oh no, it's okay. Triple H said it, like. It's okay. I, I understand that, but again, we've ex- we've established the fact that pro- it's you shouldn't be having your kids look to professional wrestling to get their moral standards. And we're not, or they'd be it, having sex with dead women. And like, I'm not, I mean, this is not <laughs> and, something. And, and on top of that, most of the parents in the audience boo 
the people that are supposed to be the ones trying to teach their kids to do the right thing, a la John Cena, a la Bailey. Right, <laughs> right. that is true, too. Yep. There is that. Look, I, it's a really tough – I don't have the answer to this. It's, it, I mean, if nothing else, it's a bad PR look. When, when you have today articles going up I about – yeah, right. I mean, right. There's a think piece every 45 seconds about someone with a nose ring. Yes, that's true. Sure. Yeah, correct. They're all based out of Columbus or uh, Portland. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, <laughs> that's where they are. But like, I, art degrees. It's awkward. It's awkward as hell. In theory, having someone be a racist should be a good heel. Like, right? Like, we should all know. No, this person is evil because they're racist. Right? But there's like, no going back. Face. Once you become a racist heel, there is that. Yeah, there. Like you're, like you're, and you're a racist. I, do you just want a racist heel? That on is your roster? a lie. That is a lie. The moment you hear "Real American," you're gonna pop. Fuck out of here! God damn it, you're so right. But that wasn't in, in storyline. He wasn't a racist in storyline. Terry Bollea was a racist. Hulk Hogan was not, and they made that very clear. Uh, hang in on, court. we lost Kyrie's mic somehow. I don't know. He was, he was playing with us somehow. We lost his mic. We got to get that fixed. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, no, you're, you're I back. actually liked. Uh, I actually like Jack Swagger and Cesaro and the Real American. So they were never racist. They, they never said they were, they were racist. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we knew what they were. I know. Yeah, it was they, just... were, they were deplorable. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you're saying they were racist? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, I don't think we're going to come up with an answer to this. It's awkward as hell. The whole thing is awkward as hell. There's no getting around that. Like it's super awkward. I I wasn't a fan of them going the other way where like I hated what they were doing with Jinder Mahal's character to begin with like I hated that the losing streak no the, just the notion of them he's, that that because he likes India he's a heel right like I hated that so but I, you don't go the opposite completely it's, right like the whole thing is just so weird and awkward and I just feel like they don't know what they're doing and it's driving me crazy it's driving me crazy um, let's let's uh, let's knock out a couple other things stunner stunner uh, the, uh, the women show start showing back up so they have to throw them all in one match at the same time <laughs> real surprise now thankfully it comes out with an actual number one contender and it appears to be a direction and it makes sense like Natalia and Charlotte as we know have put together amazing matches in, amazing yes yeah, so I'm all for Natalia and Charlotte working together but stunner stunner we have to have all the women in one match because that's all we know how to do. For some reason, we can't figure out, oh, if you just treat them the same way we treat the ones that have penises, they can have good storylines, and they could actually do logical things. We can't do that. We just have to throw them all in one match and pretend like they're all the same. It's, God, it's infuriating. But whatever. We get so the, you don't like multiple women in one Well, SmackDowns are doing it. They had a number one contenders match last night, right? Yeah. Th- they, that, that's the point. That's they, the point. They they, just, they've done that over and over and over, over again. I, I all know. they ever I, do is say, take all of the women, put them in one match. See, me personally, I, I'm always a fan of number one contenders. Like matches. on Raw. Right, on Raw, where they have five women for one title because they can't come up with a concurrent storyline. They know what it is. They can't come up with a concurrent storyline that doesn't involve the champion. That's the problem, right? That's, That's the, all it is. The ongoing problem they've had. They when in our think- actuality, with uh, me personally, when they teased the idea of them coming uh, when they were still called Divas, and they teased the idea of a, a Divas tag title, I was actually kind of a fan because all they would do was put women in tag matches anyway. Right, correct. You know in mean? order to have more women in one match, right? Yeah. yeah. So I just don't know if you, they can do it right now. You know, there's the six thin. women. They're so too thin because they have. Two yeah, they shows. can't yeah. do it now. Right. You right. know what I mean? They wouldn't be able to do a tag title now. But you don't have to have them always going after belts. You, you have John Cena and Roman Reigns working a program together. It has nothing to do with a belt, and it's just fine. And I get it. It's John Cena and Roman Reigns. It's a different thing. I understand that. Randy Orton and Rusev. Insert name here. You can all the time. You can come up with programs that are unrelated to a belt for men, but for some reason with women, you. Don't know how 
to do it. You don't know how to make a program that's unrelated to the championship belt. That's and true. It no, you're right. Crazy. No, it's you're right. not hard. Write interesting things. Make their ca- character development. The one they I did. don't like you. Right, <laughs> let's have a match. This is not hard. It really is. Sorry, isn't. I don't mean to. No, scream. you good. You really especially, yeah. especially with women because a lot of a lot of women. Yeah, they hate women. each other. They <laughs> hate each other. I know that sounds super sexy. No, like I, Bliss, I, Bliss and Ch- Bliss and uh, Banks really don't like each other. Cur- so. Have a goddamn program. Like, between they the really two could of them. just take that belt out of the picture off of them and just right. let them go. Had the two of them work something. It's not hard. It's so not hard. <laughs> Why is it always so goddamn hard? What else do we have to cover from SmackDown? No fashion files again, because yeah, SmackDown's that, the worst. Yeah, fuck SmackDown for that. <laughs> time out, time out, time out, time out. Where the hell is Luke Harper? Oh, he Fuck died. Knows. I, think, yeah. I think he died. Him and Eric Rowan are just gone. I was convinced that's how the fashion files were ending. Was it yeah, was leading like, us back to Luke this? Harper and Eric Rowan, but I, God knows. Man. This is my, and this is the same thing that happened with Bray Wyatt. WrestleMania season, Luke Harper was having, he had a hell of a match with Randy Orton. He looked like he was getting a big push. He was getting responses. They were chanting for him. And instead of them making the smart decision and making that championship match a triple threat and having either Luke or Bray walk away with that belt. <sighs> they went right back to the old standby. <laughs> they went right back to the old standby. The old standby. Well, at least Put the belt there. on Santa. Put the belt on Orton. We're good. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Uh, anything else? I mean, I, I, I enjoyed uh, Shane going all Jules Winfield in the oh, opening right. promo. Yeah, that, that, that. that was a good bit. Yeah. Look, I... Uh, Go, no, go ahead. No, I don't really have it. I don't really have any thought. Like, I mean, this is exactly the way that we knew it was going to be, and yep. it's it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine yep. here. A- AJ was super pissed at us last week because he thought I was trashing. I-, I made this very clear. I'm fine with what's going to happen here. I just want whenever we get to Kevin Owens tri- Triple H, I would prefer that that happens before WrestleMania. That's just my preference. I would like Kevin Owens to be in the championship picture at WrestleMania because he's Kevin goddamn Owens. And because, truth be told... He just beat down Vince McMahon. Correct. I would like for Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, to be our championship match at WrestleMania this year. What? False. Why? Because it needs to be Nakamura? It should be either Nakamura and AJ Styles or Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I'm okay with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I mean, if, especially it's for the have title. Sammy, especially if Sami win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Have, yeah. Brad, that would be beautiful. It wouldn't suck, bro. It would I, not suck. You're I right don't about that. You, if you they would do that, Sammy, but. Listen to me. If you have Sami win that Rumble after they've dicked him over creatively since right. he's come to the main roster. It would, it would be. And you have him win that Rumble. That'd be something. That'd be something. Bro, that crowd. Yeah. yeah, right. You're right. It'd be something. Those ratings. Plus, you could, you could almost work at Kevin Owens. Chris Jericho type program where you have of them be could. heel bad guys together for a little while. Uh, I mean, I think if you're doing nah. that, it's, it's no, too, it's no, no, too no, no, quick no. for this. I, I don't think you can get. I don't think you can elevate Sammy to that level. As the Rumble a, does it. The Rumble elevates. You him. think just winning the Rumble? I, I think you you build him yeah. to, as the underdog going into the Rumble. You do like <laughs> a month long like true underdog. You make him the white meat underdog. And it all works out. Like I think you can do that. Now, if it wasn't with the Rumble, I would say that would be a little bit tough. But with the Rumble, you have mentor at one. Who's the worst Royal Rumble winner of all time? Probably Jack Swagger. Jack. Other than Vince McMahon. Jack okay. Swagger. Wait, Jack Swagger, Swagger didn't win it. Oh, he just got botched. Yeah, right. Damn, damn, it. damn it. Damn it. Del- damn it. The worst Royal Rumble winner Del of all Rio, time. Del Rio, you could Rio. argue. Yeah. And, the Del- and Del Rio's a what? Four or five time champ? Like, I mean, like his career is yes. weirder than everybody else's, but he still had a Hall of Fame level career. Yes. Where we go. 
Will he go to the Hall of Fame? No, because well, not right now. Not right now. Eventually, eventually he will. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But like that that means winning the Royal Rumble puts you in that level, even if no one expected you to win. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And it would. And honestly, it would be the first time in a long time somebody won that we had no idea. Like, right? If you if you told me right now, let's say Sami Zayn wins the Royal Rumble, like other before today when you just said it, I would have never considered that as correct. Right? There's. There's no way. You know, I, I, I think you build it similarly to when you had Benoit winning, where you had him kind of going back and forth with Heyman. You have him, you know, clearly establishing him as a, a credible underdog going into it. You put him in early, and you have him run through it. I hear you. I hear you. Very good. All right, Kyrie, we're going to let you get some plugs in, man. And we appreciate you coming and hanging out with us. What can we plug for you? Cool, cool. Uh, my social media. Uh, so you can follow me at OMG underscore It's Kyrie, and that's K. Uh, Kyrie, <laughs> yeah, right. K H A I R Y. Um, that's Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all social medias. Uh, shout out to the the the, the I kind of blanked out there, but yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> right. uh, K H A I R Y, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start saying it just like that. Um, yeah, you well, can catch can, me. Can people come see you perform? Yeah, I was about to say that. Uh, you can catch me at. Uh, What's So Funny Wednesdays, uh, St. Mary's on 25th Street. You can catch me sometimes at the Golden Dragon every Wednesday. Um, sometimes every Wednesday. Sometimes every sometimes Wednesday. Every one of those Wednesday. two. One of those two is on Wednesdays. All right, very good. You know I mean, it's one of those two. Shout out to the SEC on Twitter. You know, uh, like I said, CJ, Darius, Demetrius, cool. all those guys. Cool. Good deal, man. Hey, thanks for coming in and hanging out with us this week, man. It's a lot of fun. We'll have you done, come in and do this again, all right? It's- Awesome. I'm always down to be a guest over here. I never mentioned Kenny King is going to join us in the show this week. We still have Kenny King to come. Uh, he's kind of a big deal these days. Kind of had some things going on. He's He's been on with us once before, right? Yes, when he first returned yeah, to Ring right? of Honor. Yeah, 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 we'll talk to Kenny King coming up a little bit later on as well. Uh, that's Kyrie. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Looking for a challenge? Push yourself further. It begins when you enlist as a soldier in the U.S. Army. You'll be trained in one of more than 150 career fields and could even earn money for college if you qualify. To find out more, visit your local Army recruiter or log on to GoArmy.com. There's Strong, and then there's Army Strong, paid for by the United States Army. Money for college. More than 150 career paths. Up to $40,000 signing bonus. Visit GoArmy.com slash 40K bonus. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. AJ just had to duck out for a minute, but that's all right because we've done better than that. We have a man who is a just superstar. He is awesome. And as Ring of Honor gets ready for a huge event coming up Friday night, Death Before Dishonor, which is available on pay-per-view and is going to be incredible. This man, a huge part of everything with Ring of Honor and, you know, kind of a noted star in other aspects of the world of late. You might have seen him perhaps on a little show called The Bachelorette. He is the great Kenny King and he joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Kenny, what's going on, man? I got to hire you guys to be my publicist. That was fantastic. I mean, I am available. Uh, I will work for basically next to nothing. Um, I like that. So. I like that. Those are, both, those are two things that I like, availability <laughs> and low pay. Hey, man, how, um, how wild has this summer been for you? Like, seriously, holy crap, um, have you been able to breathe at any point? 
you know, uh, it's funny. My my cousin and I were laughing, and it happens to me now all the time. But uh, right before the summer hit, we, we, he was laughing a minute. He was saying, hey, man, it's going to be a crew, crew, crew. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that song will periodically just pop up, and I'll just float, like be floored and laugh because it's been – uh, an insane summer. It really has been. I blinked and it was over in it, but uh, it was just, it just, it's been amazing in, in so many different ways. Just tell us how this came about, how you got on The Bachelorette, what that experience was like, just, just kind of everything together. Well, you know, I mean, the first thing is like, one, I probably, not probably, I'd never seen an episode of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette before. You, you don't have to lie, Kenny. It's okay. I, mean, I understand. Like, <laughs> Real no, men watch Bachelorette. I, <laughs> I knew, I knew uh, Jake Pavelka. That was one of The Bachelors a million years ago, but I've never seen uh, a, a episode of The Bachelor. That I can promise. But, uh, you know, and I get a phone call from uh, an ABC producer uh, asking me about The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. You know, this may be in a jokester, funny guy that I am, I was like, you know, I'm black, right? Like, you, you guys are like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, same, same exact uh, response. And they're like, yeah, that's kind of why we're calling, you know? So, uh, you know, but that whole thing is where even still, I'm just kind of put it on the, in the back of my head. I'm still went about my, my ring of honor schedule and kind of doing my own thing and living my life. And, you know, as it kind of, as the steps kind of continue to go forward to it, uh, still not thinking about it. And then one day, boom, it just happens. So then it's a real thing out of being nothing, uh, you know, out of the blue. And then going on the show and, you know, just that whole experience of meeting Rachel and, you know, fighting for roses and, and all the other crazy stuff that went on. I mean, it was like surreal at some points. And, you know, the whole experience to watch it back was definitely surreal. But, you know, the people have uh, been very, very supportive and, and the love has been real. So uh, it, it's been crazy, man. I'm very appreciative to to even have that opportunity. Did you ever have a moment where you, like, second-guessed yourself, where you're like, I'm going to have to go into a ring and face Kushida and deal with professional wrestling fans, and they're not always, like, the most thoughtful, logical people on the face of the planet? No. Um, did you ever have a moment... Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Did you ever have a moment where you're like, maybe I don't need to do this? Did you ever go through any well, of that? I, th- I think the only time that I ever felt like that was uh, in the beginning where I was like, man, if I get sent home, if I don't get a road, if I get sent home the first night, first off, I got to like continue to take a vacation for two weeks for people. So people at my home don't think that I'm a loser. They get sent home the first <laughs> night. Uh, no offense to all my loser friends. They got home sent, sent home the first night. But, um, you know, that was the only thing. Like, I know that I'll get absolutely destroyed if I go home the first night. The rest of it's just a crapshoot, man. Like, I had no idea what she was going to be like, what the experience was going to be like. I just knew I was going to... Uh, so, uh, that, you know, that was... And that, I wasn't worried about what anybody was going to think because, yeah, even in real life, I'm for some people. I'm for, not for other people. I'm an acquired taste. So I wasn't worried about people... You know, downing my, you know, what I what I can do in the wrestling ring because I, you know, went on a TV show and got dumped on national television. <laughs> <laughs> now I actually I watched for the first time because you were on yeah, it. I, yeah, I did, yeah, I did, yeah. That's a that's a lie. It was the bill. That's a lie. <laughs> hey, I you were responsible for popping the ratings. I think uh, I do have to ask though. You lost a mud wrestling competition, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, that's not good for <laughs> for a wrestler. wrestler. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's no real rules in the mother of the competition. Uh, I, there's no pinning. Uh, I couldn't stretch him. Even if I choked him to death and made him eat a pound of, of mud, uh, there wasn't any, you know, that was just one of those things where the drunk girls that were in it at the end, you'd say, hey, we like this guy or this guy. So, <laughs> you know, I, I did get all the way to the end. I got to the championship match, and then two things happened. One, uh, I, I was like, this is kind of dumb <laughs> i was like man if i mess around and hurt myself doing this dumbass mud wrestling challenge and i can't go back to actual work i'm gonna be real upset that- so uh your boy kind of pulled up on the throttle <laughs> when, I, when i think about my check versus uh a mud wrestling championship belt. fair no, you know he does make a pretty yeah, logical that, that's point let's make a pretty logical point hey uh, kenny has this turned into like you'll be walking down the street like i'm sure you've dealt with some of this from wrestling fans but now like like, have you dealt with the you'll be walking down the street and there's a 60-year-old woman who's screaming for you from across the way? Like, have you dealt with that aspect of it? Well, usually all my 60-year-old women come from wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it, this is, this is a, a, a strange thing because it, I didn't know about Bachelor Nation. I didn't know that that was a real thing. Uh, and it really is. I mean, you know, people do come up a lot and, you know, tell me – how what they thought about my time on the show. I mean, especially when when I'm with my daughter, like it's uh, we were at, for example, we were at Target the other day, and uh, you know I was walking through an aisle and I was talking to her about something, and I was kind of looking for stuff and talking to her at the same time, and I hear her talking and somebody's talking to her, and you know I'm not really I, I forget about the bats red thing, so I'm having a real Papa Bear moment where I'm about to like bust through the aisle like who's talking to my kid, but. Uh, you know, then some ladies is like, oh, my God, I love you, and I love your dad. And, and, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot this this thing. People recognize my child now. So That's wild. Um, it's, it's, it's just what it comes with the territory, you know. I, people are very passionate about that show, uh, and, you know, they're very passionate about the people that, that they watch on it. And, and I've gotten, like I said, the love has been real. I've gotten nothing but love uh, so far. Now, wait a second. Do you think that that – have you noticed that translating to – bachelor fans showing up to see ring of honor tapings like have you noticed any of that where you're like this is cool it's just not going to be exactly the same thing as you saw me doing over the summer no absolutely uh there was there was three girls that came to the the pay-per-view uh in boston and had a kenny will you accept my rose uh (laughs) poster uh that i mean it's been it was actually probably the biggest thing for me was in Mexico. I, I recently went to Mexico to wrestle for CMLL and there were people there that had watched The Bachelorette that somehow knew I was going to be on those CMLL shows that went to go see Lucha shows in Mexico City. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, when you talk about like that kind of reach, it, it kind of, it's kind of insane. Like it's, That is the surreal part about it. So are you going to start incorporating the bachelor into rest? Are you going to be the people's bachelor, start walking around, giving out roses and stuff? Like, <laughs> yeah, is, is no, that going to happen at all? I'm going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it is, you know, like, obviously this is a part of pop, pop culture, and, and what I did on it is a part of, you can't be like, oh, that, that's, you know, let's keep it separate. But ultimately, you know, I went on the bachelor as, you know, myself, as Kenny, you know, Kenny Lane. Uh, and Kenny King is the guy that you watch, you know, in Ring of Honor. So, you know, it's a uh, it, it's a thing where obviously I'd be an idiot if I didn't incorporate some things. And people are screaming, you know, get that rose at me, I, uh, and I've got you know rose boy hashtag rose boys on my trunks now. 
But, you know, this is not going to be, I'm not going to turn into, like, the cheesy guy from The Bachelor. I'm not, I'm not going to turn myself into the romantic touch. If, uh, if <laughs> Man, he is uh, Kenny King. And, again, Death Before Dishonor is this Friday night from Vegas at 9 o'clock. Pay-per-view, ROHwrestling.com, the Fight TV app, PlayStation Network, all of those spots. You can check it out. And as we mentioned, uh, uh, he is challenging for the World Television Championship as he is facing Kushida and that's pretty badass like that i don't think that's going to suck kenny (laughs) (laughs) no man that is not going to suck uh from any standpoint it's not going to suck from my standpoint where i get to stand across the ring from a guy like Kushida, who's not just one of the best cruiserweights in the world he's one of the best wrestlers in the world uh and i get to prove myself i get to test myself and show and prove uh what do i belong on that stage or not and that and that alone is just gonna is gonna make it epic for the fans. So anybody watching it uh, is, is getting ready to watch is, is in for a treat for sure. Do you hope this turns into more? Maybe you go getting to go over to Japan, whether it's with Ring of Honor or without Ring of Honor, and uh, competing more <laughs> over there. Well, I mean that's the goal for me. I, I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. I have lots of respect for all the guys that that are there, uh, that work there, that style, that company, and I would have to imagine that. You know, should I be victorious and beat Kushida for, you know, one of his world titles, uh, that would make New Japan, you know, kind of sit up and notice, well, damn, who the hell is this guy? He's kind of he's yeah. kind of doing his thing. So, uh, you know, whether it's with New, with ROH at first and then eventually with New Japan, I definitely want to get to Japan to kind of work uh, and work over there. You, you know, it, it's such a cool time. Like, Ring of Honor has just been killing it for so long now, and you've been a part of this for the last few years. Like, just... Uh, I, I feel like I keep asking the same question, but do you sense that professional wrestling fans have embraced Ring of Honor as – I don't know if the number two is the fair way to describe it, but like the top – this is the best wrestling that you can possibly get. I think that uh, that's the difference between my term this time in Ring of Honor uh, and – my previous tenure. Yeah. Um, I think before it was always the little promotion that could, uh, you know, Hey, check this out. If you like wrestling, if you want to watch real wrestling, if you want a, a break from, you know, WWE, watch this. It was always kind of in this place where it had to kind of prove itself up against, you know, using WWE as a model. Ring of Honor is now in a place where, you know, it's carved its own niche. It's finally, you know, going from a niche promotion to it's carved a niche for itself. Where you know, and wrestling, you know, wrestling in general is at a place where people are seeking out wrestling that isn't WWE. So when you do that, and you you, you seek out other promotions, you're seeking out something other than you know. If you're doing that, you're looking for something. And people have found Ring of Honor, and people love Ring of Honor. And Ring of Honor continues to grow because people love wrestling. You know, people love the, the theatrics and and the drama and the storyline and the promos and you know the, the the all that other stuff too, but people love wrestling when it gets down to it. And Ring of Honor has established itself as a place where if you love wrestling, you better come check that place out. You know, you've had you've been almost everywhere as far as America goes, American companies and around the world. You know, you had the not really a cup of tea, but you were affiliated with WWE with Tough Enough. You spent your time in TNA, obviously a long time in Ring of Honor. So what, what's the, the big difference between Ring of Honor and a, a lot of those other places? Um, you know, I think that the big difference is just the crowds. And, and, you know, that you say that, well, you know, with all these wrestlers and, and all that, 
Ring of Honor just has an atmosphere, the electricity of it. It's hard to replicate anywhere. I mean, I've been blessed to be, to have wrestled all over the world. I wrestled in Wembley Arena. I just was, you know, blessed enough to wrestle in uh, Arena Mexico. But if you get, you know, 3,500 people in the Hammerstein for a Ring of Honor show, it feels like a, you're on a completely different planet. Yeah. Fans are invested emotionally, physically. Uh, they they are they are willing to give everything. They're willing to give as much energy toward the toward the ring as we are giving giving in the ring, uh, and that is. I mean, you can ask guys that have wrestled at WrestleMania and you know and and other places like that. They'll tell you the same thing. It's hard to beat or match or emulate the uh, the atmosphere at a Ring of Honor show. Hmm. I mean, that, and I think everybody that's ever been to a Ring of Honor show, and obviously being here in Baltimore, we've been to a boatload of them. Um, I think everybody feels the same thing, which is just like this: the people that are there are people that want to be there, right? Like right. they are, they right. want to be a part of it. They want to experience what it is that you guys are going to put out as performers, and I, it, it's it's almost surreal sometimes, right? Like it's almost just like, holy crap, is this is this really happening? This is amazing. Yeah, even I mean, even as a, as a performer, sometimes to be able to kind of take a step outside of my job and say, "This is my job." Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, it's insane, and and you know, for all the Ring of Honor fans, like that that goes from from the top to the bottom. Everybody in the uh, in the roster feels the same way. We love you. We feed off your energy. Please continue to do to to be fantastic. Yeah, no doubt, and you guys continue to do it, and that's what we're looking forward to on Friday night. Um, any truth to the rumor that uh, you uh, you decided to do the Bachelorette because you wanted to have something else people would ask you about besides Chippendales? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's no truth to that at all. I've actually, you know, been a retired Chippendale for well over two years now. So, uh, you know, I was asking, you know, I decided to do the Bachelorette so somebody would actually talk to me now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All the attention started going away once you started. Yeah, doing nobody that. cares about a guy when he hangs up his cuffs and collars. Nobody cares anymore. I had to go do make some waves in the female world. You get to uh, you get to wrestle in Vegas. Uh, first of all, you know it's obviously your hometown. So how cool is it to wrestle a big match like that in your hometown? And then you know it seems like Ring of Honor using Vegas is almost a secondary home there. A lot of pay per views over there. What what uh, makes Vegas such a special place for pay per views? Well, you know, I've been I've lived in Vegas for a really long time, and I lived in I lived in Vegas from a point where there was no wrestling here. You couldn't beg companies to come out here. Uh, to in the last couple of years, every major company, you know, India and, and a lot of indies uh, are are making their way out here. Um, it's it's a good hub for the West Coast. It's you know it's it's not all the way to California, but it's it's you know sort of central for as far as West Coast people go. There's a lot we have lots of fans in California and Arizona and Colorado and Utah that you know they can't make the Philly shows or the te- or the or the New York shows. So Vegas is a good way for a lot of those people to come out. Uh, and, and for me, it's just. I mean, I've been wrestling here since after Tough Enough, you know. It's so, so it's just one of those things where it comes full circle for me to be able to wrestle where I can drive, <laughs> wrestle, and then be in my house. That's always a beautiful thing uh, <laughs> as a pro wrestler to be able to sleep in your bed after after working. But too, man, like this is it. This is this is one of the biggest matches of my career. 
my family's going to be there. My daughter's going to be there. It's in my life contract where I can't get beat up in front of my daughter ever. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or or money back guarantee or something but it's just it just means it just means a lot to me to be able to be from Vegas and have a show this magnitude come to Vegas and be just be able to just literally tear the whole place up yeah that's all only good but we don't really like the fact that it seems like you guys are going more than a couple of months without being back here in Baltimore uh we thought that Baltimore was the unofficial home of Ring of Honor Wrestling, so we need to fix it was, that. It was pronto. for a long time when I was there. Baltimore, we would do we do shows at Du Burns Arena all the yep. time when I, yep. a while ago. So that's the Joe Coff thing, man. You know, I I will defer to my boss on that one. If you can call Joe Coff, and, <laughs> and uh, just make sure that we, you know, Baltimore is way more represented. Yeah, we need to work on that. Joe, expect a phone call any moment okay. now. Yeah, expect a phone call. The Bachelor you. wants there to be more wrestling <laughs> in Baltimore. What the Bachelor wants, the Bachelor. That's yeah. the way it goes, bro. That's the way it goes. Death Before Dishonor is this Friday night on uh, pay-per-view and, of course, ROHwrestling.com. Hey, Kenny, what can we plug for you, man? Social media, T-shirts, anything like that, what can we do uh, to, to get some plugs in? Yeah, well, just uh, all my social media, Twitter, Instagram, you can catch me at KennyKingPB2. That's at KennyKingPB2. People always ask me if I really like peanut butter. It means it's Pretty Boy Pitbull squared. <laughs> all right. Squared all right. With that. All right. But, uh, you know, that and, you know, the, uh, just Death Before Dishonor, that's, that's the main thing we're plugging right now. Death Before Dishonor, Friday. Um, we, we will have... Some pretty sick Team Kenny shirts out. I don't know if they'll be out for the pay-per-view, but just watch out. If you are Team Kenny and you really want to show like you really, really, like for real Team Kenny, then uh, watch out for the hashtag Team Kenny shirts. They're on their way out. That's awesome, man. Hey, Kenny, it's so cool to see you. First of all, you're you're so effing hilarious that we weren't surprised at all by how much you killed it on the show, but like it's awesome to see that you just keep killing it uh, in Ring of Honor. You're great. Always appreciate you taking the time for us, man, and uh, good luck Friday Thanks, night man. moving forward. Thank you guys so much. It's been great talking to you, and I, and I appreciate the luck. Great stuff. Appreciate Kenny King hopping on with us. Just an awesome dude. And uh, enjoy the conversation immensely. Looking forward to that, match. It's going to be Yeah, it's going to be. It's gonna be. Well, why don't we just go from there? Uh, why don't we jump into our quick count to wrap things up this week? And um, death, death, God, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this every time. Words are meant to be said, not eaten. I know. And this is the problem. I talk for a living. <laughs> And yet I can't handle death the talking before dishonor. dishonor. The reason why it's a problem is because I always like to say death above dishonor. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you what the re- – it doesn't make any sense. I'm not trying to argue that my way is logical. I'm not doing that. I'm an idiot. Death Correct. before – thank you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you chiming in. That, uh, that makes me feel good that uh, you were willing to back <laughs> me up there and give me the affirmation that I so badly needed. Uh, I'm an idiot, but death before before dis- dishonor. Before dishonor. Before dishonor. Not what above ab- dishonor. What about above dishonor? No, when is you that can't, you can't go above dishonor. You can go before dishonor. Oh, okay. I was just really confused by it all. Uh, it is happening. <laughs> this is so stupid. Friday night in Vegas. Um, I love the, the pay-per-view views in Vegas. Like, I really want to go out to one of those. It seems like Ring of Honor is making that a regular yeah, they thing do, like, And they do, like, big events. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was... Uh, what was the one that... Well, they did, the, an- they did the anniversary. The anniversary, yeah. yeah. They, they, they're... Seems like they're doing about two pay per views a year in Vegas, which is awesome. I mean, is anybody complaining about more in Vegas? Is that a bad idea? No. So give us a rundown of everything going on. All right, obviously, you know, we just talked to Kenny King and we, we talked to him about uh, facing Kushida yep. for the TV title, which is going to be crazy because Kushida's awesome and Kenny King's awesome. So why you want that match to be awesome? Uh, 
Cody is defending uh, not the world championship belt, but his right, the ring, ring of honor. Awesome. Which is awesome. amazing. Uh, against Minoru Suzuki. And if you're not familiar with uh, Minoru Suzuki, he is the New Japan uh, Never Openweight Champion. I always mix up whether it's Open Neverweight or Never Openweight. Never Openweight Champion, which has basically t- become the more or less the brawling title in New Japan. Okay. These guys kill each other. They, like, this is strong style beyond strong style. I'm down. I'm down. This is lots of headbutts. He's crazy. Dude's just nuts. He will headbutt you to death. He will slap the shit out of you. He headbutt will get... you to death. Yes. Or, which is very similar to what uh, uh, Great Khali used to do with one headbutt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just a single headbutt and you would die. Um, so that's, I'm actually really interested in that because Cody's not necessarily known as being ultra super physical in that way. So I'm really interested to see that match. You got uh, Adam Page and the Young Bucks defending the six-man titles against uh, there's going to be a match earlier, but most likely it'll be against Bully Ray, Bully Ray and the Briscoes. Okay. Again, not going to suck. Yep. Silas Young versus Jay Lethal in a last man standing match. You got a Las Vegas street fight. Jay White versus Punishment Martinez. Punishment Martinez is really interesting. I'm waiting to see when WWE goes after him because he has the size and athleticism okay. that he loves. I'm, I'm just waiting for that. And then uh, the villain, Marty Skrull, faces uh, Chucky e. T. Ooh. The Kentucky Jet. I'm, I'm Ooh. really excited that Chuck Taylor is getting used more in Ring That's of cool, Honor. Man. I don't know why it took so long. I know there's some sort of political thing there. Yeah. A little bit backstage drama, but Chuck Taylor's awesome. That's and, cool. And more of him is good. Very good. Very good. That's all right. We Chuck Taylor? Well, actually, uh, it depends on what federation he's in, because in Shikara, he actually lost the Chuck Taylor name, so you have Chuck Taylor trademarked, and he goes as Dustin there. Does he wear his Chucky Taylors to the ring? Uh, no, actually, you know what? No. It's crazy. He doesn't. Real Chuck Taylor. Yeah, right? He is the Kentucky gentleman, Chuck Yo, Taylor. I don't, you all can judge me all you want. When they put out those new Chuck Taylors, I nearly grabbed a <laughs> pair, because I just F you all if you're not down with Chuck Taylors. I definitely like, wore Chucks I, in high yeah. school. Wears, definitely wore in high school. I, I have a pair of Chucks upstairs. Damn right you do, because you're a man, and Chuck Taylors are incredible. Uh, All right, very cool. That's Friday night. Actually, actually, I just realized I don't think I do. I don't know where they are. Well, then you're not a man. (laughs) 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 All right, uh, that's Friday night. Uh, Death, again, before Before Dishonor. Dishonor. Uh, and it's available on pay-per-view. And yeah, pay-per-view as well as every, you know, Fight right. TV, PlayStation right. Network, Ring of ROHWrestling.com, all that good stuff. Very cool. Speaking of Ring of Honor, they had another interesting announcement this week. Uh, I don't think I saw it. Oh, you well, you saw it. You may Damn. not realize they were involved with it. As uh, something popped up this week, I got in my mailbox as AJ. We know you're a fan of cruises, right? Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How would you feel about going on a cruise to the Bahamas... Hosted by Chris Jericho. Arrested by Chris Jericho? Hosted by Chris Jericho. The Cruise of Jericho. I'm so down. I can't even that begin. That would be dope as fuck. Well, this luckily is for you, October 27th through 31st of next year, we have the Cruise of Jericho. And I mentioned Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor is going to be doing a tournament on the cruise. Oh, that's There's going so dope. to be Mick Foley. No fucking way. Yes. Mick Foley, DDP was announced, uh, several, I think Disco Inferno was there, a lot of the, um, uh, which pod, I think it's the MLW Podcast Network, a lot of those guys are on, are going to be on there, so, and a lot of rock bands, so Fozzie's going to perform on there, and other bands that they like. Okay. So you have the Cruise of Jericho. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and be the one to say it, they're screwing up doing the music part of it, just do a wrestling cruise. This is Jericho, though, and you just, know Jericho wants I know. the, they I have know. to include... You sound stupid. Have no. you ever been on a cruise? I've been on... Well, no, actually, I haven't. <laughs> really? I mentioned, I've never, never taken a cruise. A cruise. It's, I've never done it. 
Yeah, I can tell. Well, because you said that stupid thing you just said. You there's so many things to do on a cruise that to act like uh, this cruise should only have one thing you can do is spoken by a true cruise amateur. Um. Okay. Maybe true. All that being said, He'd I think there's enough. Wrestling. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you you could do way more wrestling on that cruise and have more amazing things happening. I don't. I the the notion that I'm going to go and have to choose between whether or not I'm going to go see a band or I it just it, give me give me a wrestling cruise. It just has wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. I guarantee I like none of these bands. Are you going? Fair enough. <laughs> here's here's the special guest. By the way, the Ring of Honor. Uh, it's called the Sea of Honor Tournament, presented by Ring of Honor, hosted by Jim Ross. Special guests, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Mick Foley, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Rey Mysterio, Raven, Busted Open Radio, Keeping It 100 Podcast with Conan, Disco Inferno, Hurricane Helms, the Killing the Town Podcast with Lance Storm and Cyrus, and the Beyond the Darkness Podcast. I don't know what that last one is. Music is... Fozzie is the only one that I know. Right, correct. King, Phil Campbell, and the Bastard Sons, the Dives, Jim Brewer, and the Lord Loud and Like Jim Rowdy. Brewer? Jim Brewer? I don't... Maybe? Like, like Saturday Night Live Jim Brewer? Does Goat, he have a band? Goat Boy? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Shoot to Thrill, Blizzard Like the real Ozzy. Chuck Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> and the Dave Spivak Project. Sure. Oh, wait. Comedy by Jim Brewer. So, yeah, I guess it's he has a band. definitely the same yeah. guy. Yeah, definitely yeah. the same guy. Well, I'm down with Jim Brewer. I mean, yeah. He wasn't down with Jim Brewer. I've had him on the show before. He's hilarious. He was uh, in Half-Baked, which is an American classic. Well, um, he shouldn't be on the fucking cruise because it's that's true. supposed to be It's wrestlers. just wrestling. Yeah, you know what? I stand by it, Dick. It just <laughs> should be wrestling. It just should be wrestling. I'm curious to see, like, if there are people going just for the wrestling, people just for the rock, how, how that all enters. Okay, interacts. so here's the ultimate question is, how, why are we not on this? Aaron, you said there were like eight podcasts. How did we not make the cut? I, I have no idea. Would you get on well, that? I'll get on it. What do you do here? It, it, it says more to be announced, so maybe they're announcing us later. We're the main event. Oh, uh, well. Maybe. I mean, I am. That is, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. They didn't want to give that all away exactly. at the beginning. You, when when, when the right. tickets, you know, the, it starts stalling, it slowing they down a little us. bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, uh, just all things considered, I'm in, by the way. When is this? When is October, the <laughs> October 27th through 31st, 2018. That's problematic because I'm hoping that AJ's on a football roster at that point. <laughs> but if not, I'm in. Yeah, I think I'd be in too. I think I would at least have to scratch the itch a little bit. I don't know the people. <laughs> yeah, oh, it would be quite the interesting group of characters. <laughs> it, it would that you'd be, be sharing. I've ever been on a cruise. It'd be way better than any cruise I've ever been on. Yeah. All the cruises I, I, I go on are old white people or... <laughs> Like people my age that are all just trying to drink themselves to death. Okay, but which I, which I don't have a problem. Can with. I still play shuffleboards on this cruise? Is that <laughs> is that going to be eliminated by all of the rock and wrestling? I, I, I don't think I want to be on a cruise where I can't play shuffleboards. I just want to be the one to say that. Okay. Okay. Fair I, enough. I'm gonna play shuffleboards, you, you, dog. You you have your uh, you know your what? complaint is addressed. Okay. Very good. I appreciate that. Uh, you can find out more by going to chrisjerichocruise.com. I think we can get them on the show to promote the Chris Jericho cruise. I hope so. Better work on this. You better if we're first of all the fact that we're not announced as a podcast on this cruise is a big problem. You better work on that. Did all they right. did they not know we we had Renee Michelle talking about well, her underpants on our they, cruise? They might on our have just podcast. assumed that we're too big for a cruise. That might be true too. That you might know. be true too. That it'd be, it'd yeah, be too many my people. fee is crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, look. So, um, so this has nothing to do with wrestling. Nothing to do with anything. But I just wanted to bring it up. So, like, I. Uh, <laughs> We uh, so like as you know, I am currently unemployed, so I'm like starting to look at like acting gigs and things like that. I have a, a management team, and they're 
we're looking at booking. I heard for... shit's gotten so bad that he's thinking about going into music. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing a whole lot of stuff. You know, I got the album. I'm pushing the album. I'm doing a whole right. lot of stuff. But what is dope is the fact that uh, I was my agent. I'm not my agent. My uh, manager found this gig to be the host of an event that I can't say um, until it becomes a, a real thing. Um, or I don't get the job, and then I'll tell you guys. Okay. Because I get the job. But um, I would. The he was like, yeah. So you know, they'll cover your. Uh, they'll cover your flight and your hotel and all that and then they'll you know it'll be a fee uh, they'll pay they can pay you however much you want and i'm like oh, okay i'm thinking you know i'll get a couple hundred bucks right you know, something, right like something cool like that and he goes uh uh yeah i was like how much should i ask for like two three hundred bucks he's like nah probably like two three grand I was <laughs> like, what <laughs> Wait, you you were you were in football busting your ass all this time. And right, you could have right. just been things. hosting events. That's all he needed <laughs> exactly. to be doing. It's like what the fuck? It was like literally. He's like, yeah, you'll fly up the day of. Uh, you'll, I mean, the day before, you'll stay in the hotel. You'll do the thing. You'll stay there that night, and you'll fly back the next day, and you ain't got to pay for none of that. I'm like, what the? How the hell did I get on, in on this scheme already? <laughs> right? You're like, now wait a second. It's not a concussion party, right? <laughs> like that's not Man. what this is. This is wild. Oh man, that's cool, dude. That's cool. I'm now. I'm really kind of like trying to figure out exactly what this thing might be. That you, <clears throat> we'll talk about. I'll it tell off. you off. Yeah, we'll yep. talk about it off yep. the air. Uh, finally, numero trace. Yeah. Speaking of uh, surprise announcements, like the cruise of Jericho, uh, Starcade is back in the wrestling world, which is dope. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I got no beef with that whatsoever. But like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, I. I there were rumors coming out that WWE was looking at the old WCW pay-per-view names, and we all assumed, you know, okay, maybe they would use Bash at the Beach in the summer or something like that, Halloween Havoc in October, you know, instead of No Mercy, something like that. And all of a sudden they drop, oh, by the way, in November at the Greensboro Coliseum, which is the best part about it, yeah. this house show on a Saturday is now Starcade. Who do you think was in the main event of the last Starcade? Which, by the way, the last four all happened in D.C. Uh, the last Starcade, Booker T versus Sting. 0 for 2. Uh, boy, I want to say Jeff Jarrett okay. versus Kevin Nash. 0 for 2. Damn. Yeah. Um, uh, AJ? Wait, was this a title uh, match? It was a for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Um, Glacier versus the Shockmaster. Mm, mm, that would have been a good one. It would have been a good one. No. DDP versus Tank Abbott. So far, we're 0 for 8. <laughs> 0 for 8 so far. Judge how, how are none of these people in that match? Uh, it's a great question. One of them is coming to the MCW Arena in, uh, in just a week. Scott, Scott Steiner? Scott Steiner. Steiner. Yes. Scott Steiner was the champion he defended it against. A man who had a few names, one of which was only three letters. One of them was only. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he went just by Ray Sid. Oh, Other times he went really? by yes. But wait, Sid he was around in, in late two thousand. In, in December of two thousand, it was Scott Steiner versus Sid Vicious for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, and the main event of Starcade at the MCI Center. The I, then the then MCI Center, which is now the, the Capital, Capital One. Whatever. I'm shocked that Sid was still in WCW at I, that I point. I did not know that either. I did not know that either. But there you go. That was the uh, last main event. Look, it's dope as hell. It's dope as hell. Now this is just a SmackDown house show. 
they're turning into a TV. Of, I, we think it's got to be that's, a network, and that's special. the goofy part. Is I haven't really announced any of the details, but you assume it's a network special. And Rock and Roll Express are going to be involved somehow. Apparently, okay, and well, Ricky Steamboat. Which again, sure. if they're doing Starcade, it makes sense. Yeah, it's dope. My question is, where does it fall within like the pay per view? Calendar. It would be. I think it's the week after Survivor Series. So it's not going to be a full. No, it's not a pay per view. Well, I know, but it's not even really going to be like an opportunity. The way that they treated, say, uh, Roadblock well, a couple Roadblock years ago. Roadblock was what a week before. Or two no, weeks before? it was a couple. It was a. It was a I, few. I, I don't think it was more than two weeks before. I don't think that's right. I think that was a few weeks before. Maybe I don't. Um, know. There's not enough time to to make no, it. No, no, it's definitely a. It's definitely more along the lines of the MSG House Show that they aired, and less along the lines of. Did they air a full MSG house show? Yeah. I don't remember they, that. They had Rollins and Kane in a cage. Okay, maybe had... maybe I vaguely remember something like yeah. that. Maybe I do. But um, I'm all for Starcade being back. I'm all for more events on the network. That's why we got the network is because we want to watch wrestling. So I'm all for watching more wrestling. I think that's a very good thing. All right, AJ, let's get some plugs in, man. Uh, the record is out. It is great. It's killing. It's popping. Tell everybody about it. Yes, uh, OTA is my album. It is currently, uh, you know... Uh, in heavy rotation in a lot of people's playlists. It's uh, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple. Uh, <coughs> sorry, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, Title, um, Boom Bap. If you're in listening in Africa, Boom Bap. Um, yeah, I swear that's the name. That's of the awesome. Name. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really dope, man. It's uh, if you like good music, you'll like the album. I was. Uh, I'm still on this, building up this uh, promo tour I'm about to go on around Florida. Um, I already got some other gigs lined up, so it's it's looking like a good time, man. I'm I'm really I'm waiting for the Olympic gold music video is about to drop within the next couple of weeks, so I'm gonna push that too when that comes out. It's just it's just a really good time, and uh, you should check it out. You can find it anywhere. Just search OTA. You can go to my Twitter at AJ Francis four one zero or my Instagram same name at uh, at AJ Francis four one zero. And uh, find me there. We can uh, just let me know what you think, man. If you love it, hate it, whatever you do, just uh, just know you heard it. All right. And uh, remind everybody that doesn't know about the Francis Sports Academy. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm getting this Francis Sports Academy off the ground in uh, Orlando. Uh, about to be going to different schools to see players and talk to coaches and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I'm just looking – just looking around, my dad is doing the basketball training clinics. Uh, so you can go on Francis underscore sports on uh, Insta- um, not on Instagram, on Twitter. Or you can go to FrancisSportsAcademy.com and you can find out there. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, Aaron, you're on Twitter. At the AOster. Show Twitter. Jobbing out, jobbing Jesus out show. Jesus Christ, you going to be all right? Jobbing, <laughs> yeah. out, at jobbing out show. At jobbing out show. Yeah. Our email is Are you sure you didn't show. suffer a stroke right now? I, I might have. All right. I might have. It's a I'm worried about it, you. It's a billion degrees in here. Give it is warm. That's true. Uh, the email again. Jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. Um, I'm actually probably going to do a little bit for Ring of Honor. Uh, I'm going to be reposting. If you want to read the interview we just did with Kenny King, I'm cool. going to type that up for them and do a little bit of coverage for them. So keep an eye out for that. Very cool. Thanks to, uh, again, thanks to Kenny King. I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. The website is glennclarkradio.com. Uh, thanks earlier to uh, uh, Kyrie, the comedian. Awesome dude. Appreciate him coming in and hanging out with us as well. For Aaron Oster and for the main event, vent, 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 Aaron's a bitch, vent, vent. <laughs> it seems so unnecessary. <laughs> AJ Francis, I'm Glenn. This has been Jobbing Out. Here we go.